welcome to the show. This is Wrong Place, Right Crime. I'm your host, Frank Zafiro, and this is an open and shut episode with Joni Fisher. I first met Joni at uh, BoucherCon uh, this last year, and uh, she was just such a nice person that uh, we got to talking, uh, kept running into each other uh, throughout the BoucherCon, and uh, found out what she wrote and wanted to get her on the show. She kind of tricked me, though. Uh, the initial look of her books made it seem like maybe they were travel-centered mysteries or travel-centered adventures, uh, but she actually writes something a little bit different. I'll let her tell you about that. Uh, but first, I want to tell you that the sponsor of this show is Down and Out Books. Down and Out Books is an emerging publisher of crime fiction that tends towards the grittier and darker end of the spectrum. And uh, you can find out more by going to downoutbooks.com. That's Down and Out Books, all spelled out, dot com. Down and Out Books, take the journey with us. Like I said, Joni tricked me into thinking her books were about journeys, but uh, in a way they actually are. I'll let her explain uh, in this uh, open and shut interview. Well, hello, Joni, and welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. So if I remember correctly, you were one of the first people I actually met at the BoucherCon uh, Mystery Conference last September in St. Petersburg. Yeah, it was exciting. It was my first Boucher Con, and now I'm hooked. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> me too. <they> <laughs> um, well, it was a great conference, and it was fun to meet you, and that's where I found out uh, what kind of books you write. So um, you want, I want to talk about that. But before we talk about your new release that just came out, I kind of wanted to touch on the series as a whole because the series is called Compass Crimes, and the book that just came out is the third book. Maybe you could kind of give us an idea what the overall theme of the series is. Um, it's basically about how women react to crime that turns their lives upside down. In each book, there's a different female whose life has been affected drastically by a crime. And how she deals with that, how she recovers, doing investigation, whatever it takes for her to get her life back is basically what the books are about. They're tied together in an ensemble cast. The main character in one story will appear in the other stories, but in a more minor role. There's also a sort of a baton pass from book to book, where there may be a scene in one book that reappears in the next book, but from a different point of view. Oh, that's a cool mechanic. I like that. So you don't really have to read them in order, but if you do, then you see little bits of, you know, you know the characters a whole lot better by the next book. All three of them so far have a, uh, a compass point in the title, uh, South of Justice, North of the Killing Hand, and then the new one, West of Famous. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess what, uh, what, the, <laughs> what the compass direction will be for the next one. Uh, but uh, I, what motivated you or what inspired you to, to write these sorts of books? Did they just speak to you or did you have some personal experiences that uh, uh, were inspirational? Um, a little bit of both. Uh, primarily, I wanted to get some uh, something to empower women readers that you don't have to be a victim, no matter what happens to you. How you handle that that horrible thing that life may send you really defines who you are, and it can empower you. You can come out of a disaster stronger if you have the right attitude and skill set, and you know, fight back. You know, do something about it. It's the getting back up and what you do from there. 
I taught at the police academy for about uh, three or four years. Um, I taught report writing. It's kind of interesting because a lot of the officers said, well, you know, I wanted to be an officer so I wouldn't have to do any writing. And it's like... <laughs> you picked the wrong know. profession, brother. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, this is this is all that's left from what you've done. This is the living record mm-hmm. of what happened. This is the part that's legally meaningful that you can go to court mm-hmm. with, you know, so it's very important to get the details right and not interject your own opinion. There were very few women in the police academy in the years that I was there. And I'm kind of wondering why more women don't go into it. Maybe maybe they're afraid that it's a very physical thing. Maybe they're just not interested. I don't know. But I, I like to see more women get involved in law enforcement at different levels. I think there's uh, two things going on there. One is exactly what you mentioned, that I think some women are reluctant because of the perception uh, that the profession is uh, overly physical, like exclusively physical. Um, and there is certainly physicality to, to being a police officer, uh, but that's just one dimension. Um, and, and I think on a broader sense, my experience has been that fewer and fewer people uh, regardless of, of, of which gender, are going into law enforcement because it's becoming such a difficult profession uh, and such a multifaceted profession that has so many different skill sets that you have to be able to uh, master or at least become proficient at. And then you throw in the public perception and the risk of, you know, constant risk of lawsuit. And uh, I think we're, we're losing a lot of candidates because of that as well. Yes. Yeah, I I can see that. Um, Your website uh, is very well done, and uh, it has a very cool picture of a couple of feet up uh, in the in the foreground and a sailboat headed to parts unknown in the in the background. Uh, Are those are those your tootsies? Those are my feet. Yes. And that's on the boat that we did the research that my friends and I helped do the research for this book. Um, It's a boat called Seeker and it's a trawler. And, um, so all three of the books don't take place on a sailboat or on any sort of vessel, just the, the newest one. Right. The newest one, West of Famous, mm-hmm. takes place primarily on a, on a boat. Well, tell me about that book. There's a young graduate student in Oxford, and she takes a part-time job as a celebrity lookalike. And basically, her job is to pretend to be that person, be seen in popular places with the pop singer's boyfriend and entourage so that she has a media social media presence while the real singer is hiding out in rehab she doesn't oh, want anyone to know she's cool. gone to rehab because it will damage her image yeah. so she hires this girl to go out and basically pretend to be her she doesn't have to sing or anything she just mm-hmm. gets seen and mm-hmm. gets her picture taken in different places that's a cool premise i i would never would have thought of that uh, and so in the description, it says that uh, something bad happens to her. Yes, uh, she's kidnapped. Um, and part of the idea came from a guy that was in our wedding was a, a stand-in for Larry Hagman. I didn't even know that this thing existed, but he was a physician. He lives out in Colorado. And he would get flown in to, to film when Larry Hagman became very ill in the later years and couldn't, couldn't be there. And he looks a lot like him, which made it perfect. And so this guy would just drop everything, you know, reschedule surgeries and go down there and hang out with celebrities. And I thought, that is so much fun. He didn't even get paid much for it. Wow, I mean, not that's compared a real to his... thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's wow. quite an industry. 
I mean, you're thinking wow. of Millie Vanilli and, you know, the fraud, but there is a, there is a model. There are quite a few modeling agencies that have celebrity stand-ins and lookalikes. Wow. So I, this I, just takes it one step farther to actually mm -hmm. impersonate somebody, but mm -hmm. not to, to fool fans socially, but not to perform. And, and so she's kind of, in, it sounds like in a rough place because, you know, the, the people who paid her to, to impersonate this uh, celebrity, I mean, how concerned are they going to be about her? She's not the celebrity. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can understand they wouldn't really want to invest the $6 million ransom to, to get her back. <laughs> and I think the girl realizes this pretty early on that, uh -huh. gee, I am out here all by myself. So West of Famous is the new one. It'll be, uh, it's available now. Came out on February 17th. Um, what, uh, I made a joke earlier about what the next one is, but uh, do, you, do you have the next one rolling already? Yes, but all I have so far is East is in the title. That's all I know. <laughs> That's <laughs> um, a good start. <laughs> but the next one takes place in the Appalachian Mountains. Um, oh, that's a cool setting. There's a man that, that kills people and the FBI is sent into the woods to find him and the character the main character in north of the killing hand is now an fbi agent and she is one of those people that knows her way around forests and wilderness mm -hmm. having grown up in the amazon so she is extremely comfortable in this environment and she is sent in to help find this guy uh, sounds almost like a little bit of uh, first blood with uh with with the law enforcement side being more skilled than in that movie <laughs> yes and david morell is a he i really admire the research that he did for for rambo and for the other books he is sort of my research hero um oh, really? because he goes to the nth degree um for one of his books he got his pilot's license because there's a bit of flying in it and to me that's really going whole hog into research and he just yeah. he's an adventurous guy he's very charming and he's very modest but when he goes into research, he, he goes deep. In for a penny, in for a pound, it sounds like. Absolutely. So, yes, I love, I love his stories because they are so accurate and well-researched. Uh, did you do a lot of research uh, for these different books in the Compass Crimes series? Yes, yes. For um, North of the Killing Hand, I traveled to a lot of rainforests. I didn't go into the part of the Amazon where the story takes place, but I'd been to five countries in South America and Central America that had rainforests. So I learned about the flora, the fauna, all the things that can kill you. <laughs> they have uh, this fish called piraruku, aeropimo it's also called. It is so vicious. It eats piranha. Oh, wow. And you can't find that kind of thing unless you really go deep in research. So I had to include it in the book because as I'm researching it, it kind of triggers new ideas and other things that I need to include. Yeah, and sometimes you come across something in your research that just is too cool to leave out. Um, <laughs> did, yeah. did you do some research uh, for West of Famous, the new one? Yes. Um, I'm a private pilot, so I understand a lot about navigation equipment, but I don't know anything about boating. I mean, we have a, a water ski boat, but I mean going out and actually traversing rivers or finding you know where to drop anchor i don't know any of that i don't know my aft from my starboard so <laughs> i found a couple that that own a boat and they were doing a shakedown cruise for their the boat they just bought called seeker which they allowed me to use the name in the book 
And they were down here in Florida and they invited me to come stay with them for a week. So I had a blast. I mean, they let me get down in the hold, the engine hold. And while they were underway, they shut the hatch down so I could. And I asked them, you know, can you hear me if I'm screaming down there? And they didn't even bat an eye. It's like, yeah, sure. You know, let's try this. And they were so willing to help me go stage and walk through parts of the story. We went to drop anchor in a place that was so remote. You could scream your head off. No one will hear you. And it's kind of (laughs) creepy. Well, it sounds like you are shades of David Morrell when it comes to the research. Oh, I would love to have as as much time and energy and devotion to research as he does. Um, I, I consider myself, you know, Morel Light, <laughs> if anything. <laughs> uh, well, West of Famous, it is available now. Uh, and uh, Joni, I want to tell you, uh, I'm really glad after having met you at uh, BoucherCon that uh, we were able to get you on the show. I appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you at more BoucherCons. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> All right, folks, there you go. A pretty good picture of what uh, Joni Fisher writes and uh, who she is as an author. Uh, Her most recent book, uh, West of Famous, came out on the 17th of February, 2019, if you're listening to this a lot later. Uh, So you can pick that up. And uh, she's got one more compass direction left, so I know there's going to be at least one more book coming. Uh, I want to thank Joni for coming on the show and, of course, Down Out Books for sponsoring uh, the program Uh, most especially you for tuning in and listening to these episodes makes it all worthwhile Uh, next episode will be a feature episode with uh, terrence mccauley interesting guy who writes uh, historical mysteries uh, set back in the uh, 30s and uh, up into the 40s even he also has been dabbling in westerns that's next time on wrong place right crime until then this is frank zafaro reminding you sometimes you gotta be in the wrong place to write crime.